Yes. Man. Oh, what was that? What are we doing? Go on, go on, go on. It sounds like something you find in your penis. <laughs> Uh, did we decide who's going to introduce this? I think Wanda should. Okay. Well, hey there, hi there, and how diddly do da do you do there, ladies? It's us, ladies. <laughs> You've got three of us tonight for your aural entertainments, which and is A U R A L, not O rail. And for once, as Wanda Wisdom always says, we actually are live. We are live, that's with a H, live ladies uh, from all over the United States at once through the miracle of modern technology. You get to join our conversation on this very momentous day. Oh my God, so much has been happening. Where do it's we really, even begin? It's your day, Wanda. Let's, I mean, well, that's right? not nice. Why? That's not nice. It's your big day. No, it's not. It's, oh. Well, yesterday it's sad, was, I guess. Stop. Reagan, are no. you there? Yeah, I'm okay. here. Sorry. I'm just it, as Wanda is somebody unrolling a, a Snickers bar? Reagan, don't be racist too. Why are you doing that? <laughs> no, I'm having Snickers? a uh, She said something else. I uh, I'm having a delish brand Walgreens strawberry fruit boire. Oh, it sounds very healthy. Mm-hmm. Walgreens. Just like the wrapper. Yeah, the wrapper is healthy. It's like that Chinese cellophane where you eat it, the rice papy. Now, mm. I thought the biggest news of the weekend was going to be that the the uh, Duchess had her baby, but sadly, no. She did have her baby? Did no, she, she yes. didn't. Is it, did oh, it die? Did, did it die? No. <laughs> no, I'm just saying I was hoping that that was going to be the only... I was hoping mm. that would happen this weekend. And then and that would be the big news. And then news. there were bigger stories. Like, for instance, the thing that really... Uh-huh. I went to Olive Garden to eat lunch today. Oh, how bougie of you. I know. You did not go to... You, I, you, sh- I, you sh- My hand to God, I went to Olive Garden. It was delicious. I had a Mezzaluna shrimp pasta. It was it was wonderful. And that, that has been in all the papers. It's been all over the place. Shrimp? Mezzaluna. Did they have carpet at the Olive Garden? Because the last time I went to an Olive Garden, they had carpet and chairs with wheels. Yes, they did. They had both. Because you know when you, when yeah when you go to eat at a place like Olive Garden, you need wheels on your chairs because you're so fat after you're done eating that you got to back it up with a. Uh, Wanda, I, I hate to tell chair. you this. I hate to be the one to break this to you, but that wasn't an Olive Garden. That was. A rehab center and your parents just told you they were t- taking you to get food a nursing home well you would be the one going to the uh, nursing home, tran grand are you uh, we stopped calling me tran grand lapsed week remember i'm I yeah that's forget. not what an am I? classification she's that's not a correct uh, the one from uh from arrested development that that play gangy i'm gangy yeah Call Gang. me gangy. I, I still don't understand what that means, but it means uh, gangrene, but without the e. And oh God, 
I need to turn off this Facebook noise. So now everybody, I'm sure, that is listening to our gentle feed, as you would say, Madge. Actually, uh, oh yeah, okay. I would say you gentle would say, feed. Yeah, I've never right. said gentle feed, gentle audience. Well, yeah, but you know, I see how I was working that in because it's like all new technology and stuff. Feed. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No? Okay. No. Well, uh, Trayvon Martin. Hold on. First of all, let's go to the technical stuff. Now, this is our first live show we had intended. Our intention is to eventually get it to video. We're not quite there, so just bear with us. You know, for the next few weeks till we get it worked out, you know, and it might be a little late. I've had late. some procedures, and so I was not ready to, you know, unveil things on, on video yet. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Uh, go, ahead, go ahead, Wanda. You abortion? No! I was just going to say we could start with Trayvon Martin, since that's probably the thing that most people want to hear us talk about. Mm-hmm. I know, well, I know most of the country does. Well, that's why they're all listening on the Ustream. Right, right. Okay, so um, I was just... Re- I, as usual, I didn't really follow it in the sort of pop culture-ish way, but I followed it from the beginning from when this, when this slaying actually happened and Amy Goodman started promoting it, because as far as I could, have, could tell, she's really the one that brought the issue to prominence. I mean, otherwise it would have just been another black, dead black person. Um, but I did just finish reading a Washington um, Post article about it, summarizing it, the the case and all that. So, um, but I didn't I didn't do the Nancy Grace play by play, so I I don't have the details. Uh, but I of course know the outcome. So, what do you think, Reagan? Uh, to me, it, I, I did not follow the trial like a lot of people got into. You know, these Florida trials are really yeah. the new reality show, whether it's Casey Anthony or the George Zimmerman trial. And the only fact that I needed to know was that George Zimmerman was following Trayvon Martin, and it can't be self-defense. If When is it self-defense when you are following somebody? When you are – stalking is not the appropriate word, but uh, doesn't that discredit any claim of self-defense? Well, I don't think so because – primarily because of the way Florida has written their law. And I think that's what this you know case showed more than anything is that Florida's ability to – use the law to be retarded is <laughs> is un- now unquestioned i mean because they're standing stand your ground law which again i i like both of you maybe didn't watch it as closely as some but it seems to me that the the verdict just proves that florida passed a horrible horrible law that essentially allows people to go out into the streets hunt down people shoot them dead and claim that they were you know, fighting in self-defense. And, oh, by the way, they have to not be black. Because we also know from Florida that there was a woman, and I don't know the details of this case, and somebody would probably she, be able to fill us in. A, she shot a warning shot to uh, make her uh, allegedly abusive husband flee. Yeah, And she, she got 20 years in prison. Yeah, so to me, it just says, like, there's one law for black people. There's one law for everyone yeah, else. Absolutely. Is this the this woman that you just spoke of, is it white or black? She's black. She's black. Okay, that makes sense. It, it harkens back to the men who murdered, who lynched Emmett Till and ended up getting tried. 
by an all white jury and it, I, it's very it's very sad it's very very sad to me that stuff like this is still going on and that the criminal justice system is so terribly fucked and for such a long time one of the things madge and i have debated about is the merits of the death penalty and madge has always been very much against the death penalty mm-hmm. and i've i've always thought well if somebody did something really fucked up to my mother or to somebody in my family i want i want the fucker to fry right mm-hmm. but then when you really start to consider the racial implications of that law and how it is primarily African-American people who are – and the class implications of it where it's African-American people and lower class people who are executed by the state. That's what finally turned it around for me. Yeah, well, it, I mean it, it – it, you know, when you say logically I think the death penalty – the death penalty, for example, should be allowed. It's because, you know, here is my thoughtful approach and position and how it should be applied. And then you, that thoughtful approach meets the harsh reality of the, the world where things are not applied even handedly and they're disproportionately affecting one group of people. And that's why you had states like Illinois take a step back and say, wait a minute, are we doing this? You know, is it possible for us to apply the death penalty fairly? And, I think the writing's been on the wall for quite some time that it's just not possible. Oh, it's fucking barbaric. Even Russia doesn't execute people anymore. You know? I mean, we're it's an embarrassment, but, but that's that's a a new one. That's a different topic, I think. But I I wanted to go back a little bit to television, uh, Reagan, because this is really unrelated, but I just want to stick it in there before I forget, and I apologize for this. That's what my boyfriend said last night, right before we went to bed. We, Did he apologize, too? No. I mean, right before you started the show, when you were late, but that's okay. Um, I have an idea for a reality show. I'm going to pitch it live. I'm going to trust you all not to run with it. But you can. We'll, part- we'll keep it between the three of us. Yes. So it's called Real Housewives of the Holocaust. So it's oh. it's not really reality, but it's sort of reality, but set in a previous time. So it's going to be like Real Housewives, but in the concentration camp camp. So I love it. Talking. Do you, you do? Go. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. great! I'm excited now. It's a great show. Why not? Why not exploit every possible community yeah. with a Real Housewives show? Now we have to have only severely anorexic people, of course. Well, that won't right. be a problem. I mean, and um, you know, okay, so good. So anyway, go ahead. Done. Yeah, Done. That problem. Another world problem easy. solved yeah. on Eat This Hot Show. Thank you. On a live episode. Episodes. Okay, so. Um, you know, I don't know. I, the thing is, you have to separate. You don't, but I try try to separate. You know, the laws from the what do you call it? Implementation of the law. You know, the criminal justice system versus the laws. You know, is this was this a problem with the the way the system works, or was this a problem with the law? You know, and from what I read, if I look at the trial like unemotionally, I see where both sides had reasonable arguments. You know, because you do have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt. And they did a lot of slick stuff and maneuvering like they do in all trials. Um, but, you know, they're still working within a sp- certain legal framework. And I don't know that it's the same. I, I, I don't really remember a lot of the details with Emmett Till, but I thought that was basically a lynching. And this, yes. is, this is something where I don't think it's quite that clear. I think what 
one thing that came out of this, which is which is good. And what the Washington Post, you know, when it interviewed people, when it first, the first quotes it, it gave from Zimmerman's lawyers, instead of like, yeah, we're happy we won, were like, this was an outrage that it was brought up. You know, like this, this shouldn't have even been brought up at all. This should have been a no brainer. Like, in other words, the media shouldn't have covered it. This should have just been like, a, you know, a rent a cop killing a, a kid. You know, because it was self defense. You know, they don't, they're just, they were, you know, so insolent about the fact that they actually even had to go to trial that this, they're glad that this nuisance is over. So, what I think is a huge thing was accomplished in that this was brought to the forefront and people can't just, you know, yeah, you might be able to get away with it, but not without, you know, being on TV and ruining your life. I mean, I don't well, know. And I, and I think sometimes it's hard with individual cases to be able to point at an individual case and the ruling in an individual case and say, this is an example of how the justice system is yeah. broken. I mean, you can say that, but then when you really drill down, you realize that, you know, you are dealing with the jury. The jury was sequestered. They were presented facts. They made mm -hmm. a decision. And unless you're going to assume that each of those six women... I think it was six women um, were, you know, if you unless you're going to make judgments about their ability to uh, come to a conclusion in this case, it's going to be hard to say that based on just this case, there's a problem. But if you take a step back, I think, and look at the macro of like what our justice system is producing in terms of results for people of color in certain communities, mm. then I think it's pretty easy to, you know, connect the dots and right. And say that and, there's and, and, fundamentally something broken that that society is not getting. And, and the other thing, the the only reason I had to say, or that the only reason I, or how do I say this, the um, when I step back from this particular case, I realize that regardless of what happened, there is a dead black teen boy who is dead forever, and his family is going to deal with the fact that they have a dead son. So I just feel like no matter what happened, no matter what the jury decided, justice was not done for that family. Uh -huh. I agree. And But beyond what the law is, you have to look at what subjective interpretations of terms like self-defense are. And had Trayvon Martin been white... I don't know that the jury would have necessarily, and it may not even be anything in their conscious minds, right. but subconsciously, I don't think that they would be persuaded that if Trayvon Martin was white, that it would have been. Absolutely. A, I totally, a matter of I totally agree with that. But is that a problem with the criminal justice system or is that a problem with our, with our society, you know, because well, we're both. racist? Both. Well, I, yeah. I, I think far because, as because, because we live in a racist culture, that, constraints and enables the type of laws that we should have on the books. That's exactly why we should not let police officers in Arizona racially profile people when they're pulling them over and ask them for their papers and the official documentation, which thank God the Supreme Court struck that down. But it's the same reason why we should not have stand your ground laws well, because, mm -hmm. because a stand your ground law to me, has such racial implications for the ways that it would be deployed um, and, and more importantly, successfully deployed. To me, a, a stand your ground law is no better than letting gay or letting people get away with murdering, with slaughtering gay men 
and using the gay panic defense. Yeah. Well, I thought the person was coming out. You know, I was just defending myself. I just freaked out when they started coming on to me. And same category to me. You know what I thought was interesting is that um, the the judge, this Nelson woman who was appointed by Jeb Bush, gave a specific instruction. She said, "You are not," be-, and it. And I don't really understand it, but the article said, "Okay, because because Zimmerman is partially." Hispanic, that for some reason he is the judge, the um, prosecution was not allowed to say that he was racially profiled, that Trayvon was racially profiled, but they can say that he was profiled. The prosecution was forbidden from saying he was racially profiled. And I just thought that was so strange. Like, why? And what is that? Why? Well, yeah. And I heard too. Uh, I heard from the brother, from George Zimmerman's brother, this morning uh, in an interview, and he was saying that you know the media tried to make this about race, blah blah blah. Well, George isn't even white, blah right. blah blah. And to me, it was like, no, it's not about George Zimmerman being white or not white. It's about what young black males have to deal. With. Like this, to me, is just such a an obvious example of what young black men have to face in this country they cannot feel as though they are safe in walking down the street without somebody feeling threatened by them simply because of the color of their skin and now white people other black people green people have basically have an example sitting before them where they can they can decide that they're going to need to shoot this black person right and then they can claim self defense i mean yeah. it's so it's so heinous now, gr- granted, hopefully it's so is, anus. It's so uh, anus, but you know, hopefully it's limited only to Florida. But uh, good luck with. I that. don't think Florida is the only state that has these laws. I don't know. Um, now, the you know, irony of stand your ground is Madge lives in Florida, and every time she stands the ground, it, she, it Madge's laws are called break your ground laws. I don't live in Florida. Oh, sorry, in Chicago again. <laughs> I've been here you're for like su- a year. You're such a globe trotter. I can't keep up. <laughs> Um, yes, but the thing is, this is what I find interesting. Well, something I find interesting is that, you know, in France, a country I loathe, but well, Paris, I loathe. Anyway, you know, they have the opposite of a stand your ground law. If you, if you're a robber and you go into my house and start robbing me and I shoot you and let's say, let's say you're not morally wounded. Let's say you get hit in the stomach. I, I, the robber can sue you and win. Because even though you, I was robbing you, you don't have the right to shoot me. That's, that's how their laws are, are so different. It's, hmm. it's like the opposite. What is their crime rate? I don't know. But I would imagine it's lower. I mean, everybody has a lower crime rate than us because, you know, of all our guns. But I don't know. I mean, I know they have a lot of weird, hateful shit. But nobody, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. So what else are we going to well, talk about? Is that it? That was our first live show, everybody. Kind of Thank sucked. you very much for tuning in, and <laughs> it's been... Okay, somebody said this in the chat room, this law is flawed and written by Alec and the NRA. Now, that's a really good point. I didn't. I did not know it had anything to do with NRA. The Alec thing doesn't surprise me. But this is true, and this is what it comes down to in a lot of ways is these... You know, we all talk about the, the national elections and the Republicans, the Democrats, the House, Senate, and President, but 
this really comes down to the state elections. And, and this group, this lobbying group called ALEC, has been responsible for all kinds of awful legislation, you know, involves the Koch brothers and all this. And they go and they basically write legislation for lazy lawmakers in the states. And they put in laws like this and put in laws that uh, make prisons privatized and, and increase awful shit. Oh, totally. Totally. There's a mm. prison industrial complex where there's a lot of money to be made in incarcerating groups, entire yeah. groups of people. Okay. Well, yeah. And ver- Sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to change it. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that now and that prison industrial complex in order to continue to because in a lot of cases it's been privatized. You know, uh, something like a prison, when it's privatized, it needs to turn a profit. Well, how do you make money in a, a prison? You gotta have people in the prison. So then you gotta go out and find people to put yeah. in the prison. Yeah. So it's yeah. just. Um, Giga Tigga. <laughs> Giga Tigga, a name hard to take seriously, has a topic which I think would be okay. good. He says. What Is do- it Giga Tigga Rockefeller? No. <laughs> what do y'all think about Obama? saying he's about to call off the NSA surveying. I will answer that first, and I will say, yeah, just like he closed Guantanamo Bay. Discuss. Mm-hmm. And it's so glad that we're done with the war as well. Yeah, you don't <laughs> rely on the guy at the top to tell you everything's going to be okay. That's the whole point of a democracy. Uh, like- right. Yeah, exactly. He's making his own... He's making really our point, and everybody who's any sense of decency's point which is that duh the fact that you're making this call is is reason why you shouldn't be able to make this call i mean it's like a circular thing i can't even explain it does that make sense yeah absolutely it's like you yeah you guys have got this don't worry it's all good trust me mission it's it's a mission accomplished banner yeah What else? It seems like there's. I'm kind well, of there's overwhelmed. The there's the abortion thing, of course. Oh, going on in Texas. Oh my god! You know, I had. I was at a brunch today, and I left. I was with my friend Chris, who was visiting, and it took like two hours to get the food. And we we're just like, let's get out of here. I said, I'll take care of it. And I told our host to the birthday party. I said, listen, we got to go take Chris's sister to an abortion. She just threw. All, she just flew in from Texas, <laughs> and it worked well. I, we got right out of there. That would be my marketing strategy if I was doing PR for a particular city. Like, you know, in Vegas, they say what mm-hmm. happens in Vegas, and you see commercials. If I, if I was in charge of it for Los Angeles, I would put advertisements in Houston and Dallas television markets and be like, come to Los Angeles where you can get the best abortion, the abortion <laughs> of your dreams. I think Cheryl could be involved with that. Cheryl Murkowski. Are, uh, maybe the phrase could be, what happened in Texas stays in Los Angeles. And then the squish sound. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Wanda, This is a good question. Didn't Wanda have a white slave in her old studio? What? No, I had Debbie Reynolds. I had Debbie Reynolds in my closet. Uh-huh. Don't we all? Don't well, we all? Kind of it's a, a long story, life. but is Debbie Reynolds a euphemism for crystal meth? No, mm-hmm. <laughs> I am a, almost eleven years sober. Me too. Wait, I have Me a too. I have a bell for that. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what does the bell mean? That means Wanda is great. It's like the, I got there's my an angel. Wings. Yeah. <laughs> got my wings. Wanda is an angel. <laughs> Hooray, bull- on, Eat this hot, on Eat This Hot Show, every time we say something terrible about Wanda, she gets a sobriety chip. <laughs> or as my father would say, bully for you. Bully for you. <laughs> bully for Bixby. Uh, he wouldn't say that. I don't even know what the fuck that means. That's from MAME. Oh. S- speaking of prisons, I started watching a very interesting television show that's a Netflix original called Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. I highly, highly recommend this television show. It's about an yeah, all-women's... Just... Go ahead. No, I was just going to say somebody just told me the other day to watch this TV show because it was amazing. Yeah, it's really good. It's it's an all-women's prison, and it tells... The, the uh, strategy that they use in the episodes that I am the most fond of is you see what's happening in the prison, but then through a series of flashbacks, it will focus on a particular character and show what led them to prison. And... More often than not, the stories are about how, um, like a woman did something in self-defense, and that ended up, and that's why she ended up in prison, or she got involved with the wrong partner or man, or sometimes like a woman. This sounds the like the character. plot of the musical Chicago. You know. Oh. No. No. No, no musical numbies. No musical numbies, but it's it's very good. And I've been watching more on Wanda's recommendation of Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and Wanda. Mm. Mm-hmm. What? Okay, <laughs> the the blonde woman who is with the savage guy. Yes. Okay, the savage guy. Damn mm-hmm. savage. No, I find that savage man very very hot i know don't you just want him to cornhole you like he does that girl from behind i do i do you have to watch this match there's gay storylines there's incest it is like a vc andrews novel with dragons i love it it's true and but what i don't understand is why in whatever world this uh gentleman has created they all do it from behind well, like, it's very literally. homoerotic. It's very, very, very homoerotic going on. I think the person who has turned this into television scripts is definitely a gay man. I would not doubt it. Um, and no. I have Google image searched that gentleman f- a lot, but there's what no does he look like when he's, What does he look like when he's not... He's very hot. I mean, I think there's just something that makes him extremely hot about the role that he's in, but he's he's like a... Not a Maori, but some kind of Pacific Islander, I believe. Okay. So very tall and very broad and very, very big. Yeah. Yeah. Gorge. <laughs> well, you know, I can't watch it until I can focus on one thing at a time, so it's going to be a while. So there's a new movie called Pacific Rim Out, and it's not a porno. Oh. What's it about? I don't know. I just it's about figured. monsters versus aliens or robots versus aliens, I think. Okay. So it's based it's basically American Horror Story season 2. Oh god, I can't wait for season 3. Oh my god, I feel really boring today. I know me that's too. Cause, that's cuz you're trying to not be boring. Oh. 
Well, um, don't overthink. Okay, is that, is that what it is, my psychoanalyst? Give me yes, give me my button, my Bing, my bell. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm, off. I'm off today with the Bing. Thank you. Do you want to up my dose of Celexa? <laughs> Drugs. <laughs> yeah. Well, now so what else? Per, perhaps we <laughs> throw it out to the audience. Well, they, there's yeah. a topic, but I I don't like it, but you might, which is what about the glee kid who killed himself or something or died? I don't yeah. know. Well, it's a drug overdose. It was. I don't know, and I don't even know which one it was. Is he cute or is it? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's very dark. I don't watch the show, but he's the one who played Finn. His name is Corey Monteith or something like that. Monteith. Monteith. Manteith? Manteith, yes. What drugs? I don't know. Uh, I don't know, and I don't think it's been confirmed that it was a drug overdose, but I mean, you don't die at 31. Oh, it was probably natural causes. No, it was natural causes. Especially when you have a previous battle with addiction. No, he died of that skin disease Michael Jackson had. It was a dead. It was a deadly version. It was the super pedophilia alopecia. <laughs> pedophilia alopecia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 I think he was supposed to get mm-hmm. married to his co-star Leah Michelle in just a couple weeks. So that's got to be rough for her. I want to know Culture what drug. Not an easy place if you're young. Isn't an easy place ever? Yeah, I mean, for me, because I'm too old to get sucked into that whole... No, no, I'm too old to get sucked into that thing. When people come up to me and they're like, Hey, man, you want to do some blow? You want to blow a line? Or whatever the kids say these days. I just Uh. look at them and say, I'm 37. I can't do this. No, I'm sorry. I don't even go out to even be exposed to that stuff anymore. Yeah. I went out to dinner last night. I went to game night with grown-ups. We played what this kind g- of games did you play? This, is this this game called Scribbler or something? It's it's you draw a picture and it's like then you send it to the next person and they have to guess what it is and then they take a, it's very domestic, very domestic. Sounds very oh. boring. Yeah. yeah, I thought when you said playing games together at a party, I thought there was going to be some type of dangerous liaison. I wouldn't have been invited if it was that kind of game. Nobody wants to see this shit. We played we played head games with each other. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time. How no. long how long has it been since you've been fisted? I have never been fisted, honey. Nice try. Yeah, how but long? lesbian are you kidding me? Didn't is Ethel it, Merman fist you? No. Is this your is this your how you trick people on your star interviews? You just say like when when did you get fisted last? Not did you ever get fisted? You think you're gonna trick me, right? You're not. I know these. Damn things. you! Mm-hmm. Well, in a parallel universe to ours, on the View, Elizabeth Hasselback has been. Oh, here's what yes. I don't understand. Yeah, here's what I don't understand about this. So, right after Barbara Walters announced that she was going to retire in a year, which to, me, which to me seems like so much premature ejaculate all over the place. Like you really yeah. need. It's like somebody who celebrates their birth month rather than their birthday. You really need to announce it a year before you're going to retire. And then Joy announced that she was leaving the show. And then there were all of these rumors about how 
Elizabeth was going to be fired from The View, and then Elizabeth came onto the show with Barbara Walters, and they both adamantly denied it. There's absolutely no truth to these rumors whatsoever. And two months later, you find out that she is leaving the yeah, show. She got fired. She got fired. So what? I don't understand the point of denying it when you're just going to come back 45 days later and say, okay, sorry, y'all were right. That's how much they think of the American public's ability to remember anything. I think it's just, I think it's just, they want the controversy to get the buzz and the ratings. I don't know. I think we should do that. Wanda, you're fired. uh, (laughs) No! (laughs) Yes. Unbing. That's a reverse bing. <laughs> Unbing. Wait, let's. How do I do that? Yeah, that's the bing without the bing. The opposite oh, of sound is the absence of sound. So nice try. All right, I, you can have. Your I, bing. I feel. I feel. I, I don't like the reason given for Elizabeth's uh, her departure, which the rumors were that focus groups found her to be way too conservative. I believe it. Uh, that. That was. Ne- Never my problem with her. I, I don't think that she was necessarily articulate with her point of view. That would be my problem with it. But I don't want to see a bunch of people on the view who all lick each other's butts and agree with one another. But so I, I think and, do here. But I think it's the, true what she says about the focus groups because they live and die on those focus groups. And the focus groups, for whatever reason, probably said they didn't want her there anymore. Well, no, and I don't think it was because she's too conservative, because I don't think the people watching that show are watching it like David Brinkley style with their, you know, <laughs> thoughtful opinions about Barbara politics. David I think they, they, just look at, they just look at her and they're like, I hate that bitch because she's yeah. too pretty and she acts like she's, you know, the best person in the room and she doesn't come across as a very humble person. She's a cunt. And, and when you're, you know, I'm sorry, but when you're a pretty blonde, when uh, you're going to have to be humble. The conservatives, not, ha- the conservatives have to change. They have to take the cunt out of conservatism or they're just not going to survive. Well, and she also, from my, like, from my opinion, she also was that kind of conservative that has no ability to not be a victim constantly, which seems so antithetical to conservative ideology. But like Michelle Bachman and... And Sarah Palin. Anytime anyone would criticize them, including Elizabeth Hasselbeck, it was always you know the media and you well, know the establishment the, and the liberal blah, blah blah. One of the things that I do like about Elizabeth Hasselbeck, and one of the reasons why I probably won't watch the show anymore after this year is because even though she was a conservative voice, I admired the fact that she didn't just toe the party line. And she, Mm -hmm. I mean, she certainly did parrot a lot of conservative speaking points, but she broke from the party on a lot lot of social issues like gay marriage and um, gay marriage and gay marriage. No, no. And also a, a lot of feminist issues. She, she has a lot of feminist viewpoints. And, and I, I like that. But I, she's not I, I exactly like an intellectual, though. She's not. She's not. But so that why do show, they have, is it really saying, it, is not necessarily an intellectual show. Look, no. Sherry Shepard thought the earth was, could be possibly flat. But wasn't she, she conservative, too? Wasn't she no, conservative? no, no. She's, she's progressive. Oh, shows no, how, she's just shows dumb. how much I know about the show. But I mean, like, you have sure. Barbara Walters and, and um, uh, Joy Behar and Whoopi Goldberg. Those are all very, very smart people. You can't continue to have the voices of conservati- conservatism being idiots. You just can't. 
There are smart people, as we know. We're trying to get somebody here who can do that. But you can't just represent your party with morons, unless that's all you have is morons. Maybe, I don't know. Well, in that context, in terms of that, you know, mm -hmm. that, like, finding a conservative woman that's willing to go on that show, I don't know where the, you know, what kind of a market they have for... I mean, they just need somebody smart. I mean, somebody who they is should go intellectual. With, they should go with somebody who is fake intelligent, like a Lady Gaga. Did you hear the way that <laughs> Lady, Lady Gaga, Gaga is, the, the one sentence she's using to describe her new ar- album, Art Pop? It's my favorite sentence ever uttered. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> Altering the human experience with social media, we bring art culture, one word, into pop. In a reverse Warholian exper- uh, expedition. Like, dude, get out of your own way. Why mm. do you say stuff like that? Every time I get even close to saying she's not totally insufferable. Yeah. Okay, I'm good. You're just pop. You are pop. Try- stop trying to over intellectualize it. Just stop doing it. Your anthem was born this way. Mm hmm. I, I just don't get it. It's very, very, very annoying to me. In a reverse Warholian <laughs> expedition way, it's it's very annoying to that me. It doesn't sound like it feels very good. I think she was, she was trying to say Warholian. <laughs> now, that would be Cheryl's mm, album. I could go for that. I would much rather see Cheryl as Lady Kaka. Now, that reverse. would be revolutionary. Cheryl's album can be uh, 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 Laps Pop. Yeah, well, she's doing a she. You know, she's doing a remake right now of the Busta Rhymes song. Make it, make it. Um, oh, make now it I get what's the name? Of the, make it clap. She's doing make it laps. <laughs> make it laps. Make it laps. Yeah, somebody Lynch in the chat room. Beatrice Beatrice Polly said Sarah Palin and who, by the way, has just been re-signed with Fox News after leaving Fox News. Uh, really? Sarah Palin, and, yeah, and Elizabeth Hasselbeck are now the brains of Fox yeah, News. Yeah, but they you know are, they're the intellectuals. I honestly cannot understand. I mean, I guess it's because you want a job and you want to make money, and just yeah. the thought of of I mean, Elizabeth Hasselbeck leaving the View for sitting on Fox and Friends couch with those two assholes. I don't know. It does not make sense to me. I think that's we're probably missing. what people said whenever you decided to come back to eat the Sacha with Madge and I. <laughs> Why Why would I want to sit on the couch with those two assholes? Right. <laughs> what couch? Aren't we sitting on a virtual couch? I'm on a sewing machine chair that really hurts my vagina. I'll have you know. <laughs> I am. I'm, I, my work desk is a sewing machine. It's an Why? actual sewing machine, and it has the chair built in because I'm homeless. I live in a basement. Like I'm living your life in reverse. Why? Whose basement Why are, are you, you in living in? You sound. This sounds a little bit like your Buffalo Bill from Silence what? of the Lambs. No, I'm not her. I do not have a skin thing. Now I have. Um, I live at my sister's house because no. I'm poor, and um, I live in the basement because that's where I fit. And <laughs> seems appropriate. I mean, you're a you're a a crone. Yes, but the good thing is, you know, I get lets me. So I saved this money. I'm doing some schooling, and then I'll be uh, able to, you know, whatever. 
World on with a smile, Mary MTM. Podcast on an above ground floor. Oh my God, whenever people say, somebody at at dinners or brunch said this, oh, Madge has a podcast. I laugh so hard. Like when people say that, like, (laughs) I'm like, oh, yeah, isn't that an accomplishment? I have a podcast. Somebody wanted us to talk about this too, which I think is a good topic. This, what the fuck happened to podcasting? Yeah, I think that's a good topic because oh, it is a good. Topic. I think it blows. <laughs> it's terrible. I mean, the it's state pathetic. of podcasting is really, really bad right now. The minute iTunes, which do you remember yes. before? Right before iTunes started carrying podcasts, and mm. we were all—I mean, some of us may have been more cynical than others, but I think we were all very excited about it and. Oh, you know, this is really going to help right. this movement explode, and it just made it implode. I mean, it's been yes. the, iTunes was ironically or paradoxically, I should say, the worst thing that ever happened to podcasts. Well, it got yes. it, it, we all got lazy. Err. Mm. What do you mean? Don't you think? I mean, it. I feel as though the. I, I don't know. It just seemed like. It got real boring after iTunes. Well, because it became it became less of a community yeah. after that. And, and I, Apple had the final say on who who people listened to. It was all up. It became all up to Apple, and then of course Apple started promoting, you know, more mainstream things and NPR, and then you know. Well, just, yeah. Then it was just a matter of time before major networks and content producers took over everything, and the only way that we could get attention, you know, in a di- other than you know, I mean, it's not like we didn't get a lot of attention for what we were doing, but it seemed like the the things were built into the system to sort of promote commercial, right? Well, endeavors, I sort of- which, by the way, commercial endeavors in the world of podcasting are not successful at all. Well, you know, I have an interesting point of view I think on this because I it's because I I was working for Adam Curry at the time. And I had Is I that talked a to Thai him. restaurant? Mhm. Yeah. At the time. It's not very good. <laughs> it's not very good. Anyway, they can't all be winners, I'm sorry. It's just not spicy enough. Anyway, but um but somebody wrote didn't she used to chase the cars? What the fuck? Did <laughs> anyway, I don't even know. What but the thing is, like, I remember when the iTunes thing came up, and I said, "Adam, this you have to like defend the community because he was, you know, the leader of the podcasting community as a at, as a whole. He was definitely the leader. No pun intended, not really. Um, you know, and and I told him, look, iTunes is doing this. You have to stand up for for podcasting and say, no, we're not going to allow iTunes Apple to dictate." what we listen to, you know, you have to have a say because there was talk about, you know, him having input in the directory and podcasters having the directory and maybe having the directory be open, like OPML, like the, the open kind of directory thing. I mean, and then it turned, well, what happened is basically, um, Apple bought him out. You know, they, they, you know, here he is a big Apple fanboy, and Steve jobs had him come into his office, which of course is the most impressive thing you can do. He literally had him into his office and I remember talking to Adam and he's like, Oh yeah, Steve has this huge list, but you can't tell it in person and all this or you can't tell over the the whatever those anyway, he has a terrible lisp in real life apparently. But he basically well, Adam was probably stoned when he met him. Oh absolutely he was stoned. He was. He did have a list. And so so basically what, what Steve Jobs being brilliant did is he said, Okay, we'll give you this stupid show called Podfinder where you can talk about the best shows. And and we're just gonna take over podcasting. <laughs> you know? So he got like this little nothing of a carrot. 
and basically let Steve Jobs walk all over the whole community. I mean, that's not all of what happened, but that's a big part of how how it happened. I mean, it wasn't well, yeah, just all it, like Apple did something and we were all victims. Then it came, you know, became the sort of like personality contest of you're going to get the most attention by, you know, sucking Apple's dong of delight. Well, take you know, says, to get your sorry. No, I was just saying that it it just became about you know, focusing on what Apple wanted then instead of what the community wanted. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, what? that was Reagan. <laughs> uh, when I asked, what do you think was the worst among the old school queer podcast? Do y'all remember who was the Southern guy who opposed? Remember, Mr. Poose? Poose? oh, I used to love Mr. Mr. Poose because yes. his voice was so. Oh, I could listen to that all day. Well, hands down, the worst one, just on an ethical level, would be the Gay Sexcapades podcast, where the guy would, some of his podcasts, he would narrate having sex with these very, very young men. And then other episodes, and this had to be illegal, it had to be illegal, yeah. he would meet up with guys from gay.com, and then he would have sex with them, and he would tape it. Yeah. He would he would record having sex. So you hear the sex sounds. And that guy ended up. He lived in Phoenix at the time, and he had. Oh, I can't even remember what his name was. Doucheface. But I, that yeah, doucheface. He was the worst. But yeah, that that was pretty bad. Who does that? And his tagline was something like "The Adventures of a Nine Inch Penis Attached to a Something <laughs> Something Gay Man." <laughs> <laughs> what did Tiga say that would you think it was Google shutting down Feedburner? Nobody shut down Feedburner. They bought Google bought Feedburner, but Food Feedburner Feedburner still works. I use it. I'm not sure what he means by that. Giga Tiga Ha Giga Tiga Rockefeller eh. You best work on your name, girl. Girl. What were some of the other Podcast. Well, of course, were, Cliffy, I think, would be my oh, favorite. Oh, Cliffy was great. I CDP Podcasts. The is, amazing um, stuff. Is, uh, what's his nuts from the UK still doing a podcast? Oh, my God. I'm having a total brain forward. Oh, no. Uh, oh, I know who you're talking about. S Sprinkle Boy. No, uh, what is it? Yeah, Twinkle Boy. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Twinkle, Twinkle Boy. Boy. Twinkle Boy. I like that guy. He's nice. Yeah. He's still I know around. he's still around. He listens to this program. Media. He changed. He rebranded himself T D L Y N. What does that mean? It's just his name, Toby Dylan. But it's like oh, Toby Dylan got it. Oh, yeah. yeah. He did a I, podcast I, of himself masturbating once. I do I remember that this. one. Yeah. Tiga says they are shutting Feedburner down. How do you know? Do you have a link? I haven't heard that. Did you guys hear that? Where's no. your proof? Yeah. Well, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. It's just another headache. Google's really cunts lately. Jesus Christ. I do, you know, I do, I honestly, I, I, I do miss, if I'm going to get all nostalgic, I don't know uh -huh. why, but I do miss that sort of like, remember how we had to like do everything from scratch and we had to learn shit and nobody else, you know. That's what made it what exciting for me. Mm-hmm. I, I had purchased, <laughs> I had purchased software for my PC. I was on PC at the time. PCP! Mm -hmm. And it was Madge, actually, who made me switch over 
to the dark side and go with Apple. But I had purchased software called Cakewalk for my computer oh, because yeah. I because I wanted to make a spoken word album. And I just had it oh, that was a loud fart. I just had it oh, sitting comfort. Uh, and I just had it sitting on my computer. I wasn't doing anything with it. And then I heard I don't remember if I heard Madge first or if I heard no, 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 no. I think I heard Don and Drew first. I listened to about 10 minutes of their podcast and I thought I could do that. Are they still doing a podcast? Oh, sure. Yep. Does she have diabetes yet? She lost a lot of weight. Do not be mean to her. Good for her. No, I'm no, No, they're friends now. I'm friends. I'm friends with them. Now, remember P, um, what was it? Not PB and J. Oh, uh, yeah, where the, oh, yeah, the one, the guy couple. is so cute, I forget his name. Yes, the guy was that, cute. Yeah, we met him at that podcast expo, but or, you weren't, did you meet him in person? No, you weren't there. Uh, and his girl, the girl was nice. It was something in J. PB and J, I think. I don't think it Paul was PB and J. Maybe it was PB, PB and J, know. but I remember they were very helpful to me in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, they would well, plug my shit. What about... Mm-hmm. What was Pizza Girl? Pizza Babe. Oh, yes. Pizza Babe. <laughs> Love her. Do you remember that I had that, I, I had that hosting service and they tried to yes. do, like, they tried to get all sorts of podcast oh. business and then they just, like, disappeared one day? Yeah, that's what Mevio did to me and a whole lot of other podcasters, too. What was the name of that place? <laughs> Pizza Babe was basically the divine of podcasting. Of podcasting. And see, that's that's what I miss about it. There are – here's the best way that I can put it, podcasting now compared to podcasting then. Yeah. Podcasting now is every podcast is its own individual star. But mm. podcasting then, there were constellations, and everybody was very knowledgeable about – even the podcasts that I thought were awful in the gay podcasting world, I knew who those people were. Well, we would bring them on to eat this hot show even if we thought that they were not that great. And th- there's – now, nobody knows who uh, anybody else no, is. I, and, and very few gay podcasters know anything about the history of queer podcasting, which is unfortunate. I don't know. There are there are um, this Pride Forty Eight community, and they seem pretty tight, and they get together, what like once a year, and they're they share a station. I mean, they're pretty together. It's just I um just because we're not part of that doesn't mean you know it doesn't exist. Oh, that's true. I, yeah, I guess that's yeah. true. Oh, serious stars. Oh my god. Ugh, how embarrassing. You know what else is embarrassing for me? Fucking GoDaddy codes. <laughs> Get your yeah, quick you know, blog. remember Par- uh, Paris Hilton? Yeah, she was my first sponsor, House of Wax movie. God, we're old. What is this? That's entertainment, but not really. Can I Jesus. be Ann Miller? Yeah. You got the Laox? Yes. Who will I be? Lassie, probably. I'll be. No, who? you'd be. Um, who would you be? I want to be Judy Garland. Well, yeah, you're dead. Yeah. Post death. <laughs> Post death. Aunt I'm a post-death Judy Garland. Pizza Babe. Pizza Babe, I mean, I know she's still around, and I hear from her from time to time, but sometimes like, I lose track of people, even though they're there because they changed their screen names. And then I'm like, who are you? Oh, that's you? Because people have so many different screen names, and they just change into different people as different social medias change. Like, there are people from LiveJournal, where I was on there in 2000, that I still know today, and I had no idea, like, uh, who was it? Yeah, like... uh 
Laura Flyswatter. I mean, she's been like 10 different names, and I don't know this is the same fucking person. Who is the weirdest... Oh, go ahead, Wanda. No, I was just going to say, and I know, Madge, you don't like Vine very much, or you don't, you know... No, I like Vine. Um, But I've been sort of paying attention to the, you know, the people on Vine that are, um, like, up at the top, and it's... I see them interacting with each other, and they will like sort of cross pollinate. Like one Vine star will, you know, do a film for another Vine star. Yeah, and it kind of reminds me of that, you know, old sensibility where, like, in the heyday where we were just having right. fun and it was exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, tranny wreck. Will Sasso's. Oh, tranny wreck. Rebecca Nay. Oh, Rebecca Nay was. Don't make fun. She's listening. She listens to. No, I love. I love Re- Rebecca Nick. too. And I thought what she, she was cut, doing. She knows how to with, cuss. With documenting her surgeries yeah. and her transition, I found that to be one of the most fascinating videos. Me, me too. I, I was very taken by it because at the time I really didn't understand transsexuality like I, I i i mean i kind of knew textbook definitions of it so it really helped humanize it for me and make me understand that because i think that there's a tendency for people to assume that gay and lesbian people understand all parts of the lgbtqi rainbow and most do not what was the last one i i intersexed Oh, intersex it's when you're no 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 not where is... you drive your gay car on the intersex i know what it is i don't mean no. to be insensitive but it's just yeah every it's when day you are there's born with amb- well it's when you're born with ambiguous genitalia uh wanda <laughs> hey and you call me tran grand why can't you call tranny wreck so grand? large it looks like a vagina does not mean that it's both giga giga rockefeller wants to know about hagatha no which i i have to second that nope Nope. <laughs> is Hagatha like Beetlejuice if you say her name three times she appears? Nope. I'm not <laughs> discussing that thing. <laughs> is this real? I mean, it's you're really upset with her, huh? I have my reasons to never mention that thing. What and about- I do not want to discuss that thing. She, is she like the old hag from She's the movie just, Insidious? The, the third wall is gone. There is just like, it's actually not healthy for me to discuss this person. Okay. Just trust okay. me. What about Puffy Blubber Cunt? Oh, I don't know what happened to that. He, she. Yeah, won. what happened to he, him? He won my uh, iPod Shuffle contest, I believe. Oh my God! What Wasn't are, that the was one with the pubic hair? Yeah, I put a pubic. I hair. remember. I saw it up close and personal. <laughs> you had a pubic hair and a shuffle. I taped it to the iPod. God, shuffle. that was so. God, that's old memories. We are so fucking old. Yes. <laughs> and I'm older. That's uh, true. That's the one thing I love doing memories. about doing a show with the two of you because the two of you will always be older than me. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I'm not that much older. What about Eat Bird? Oh, Eat Bird, my show with Rachel. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. I will. Well, East you know, two. Do you still do anything no, under the banner got, of I, East two? That's one of the domain names I let go just because it was just. It got hacked so many times by the Chinese. I was just like, eh, fuck it. <laughs> I just let, you know what? I just let um, fall away this week. If anybody wants them, is I got rid of Fagregator and Nellygator. I, I didn't even renew them. So they're there if somebody wants them. What about Q Potter? I still, I kept the name, but I don't do anything with it. 
it's dead. Like I actually took the site offline. But I wasn't quite ready to get rid of the the domain name in case it's worth something. Yeah. You know. And okay, so now I never really paid that much attention. I didn't really know Rachel that much, but yeah. I've been following her on Vine. Yeah. And she is a prolific Viner. Oh, is she? I guess I haven't been following Vine as carefully as I should. Because I just I like I just like it because it seems like it just reminds me again of that sort of this the the kind of bizarre random stuff. I mean, there's a lot of shit on it that now makes me think it's just going to be like every other new social media thing. Me, you know, corporations are going to bully their way into the technology or the the yeah. space and sort of suck out all the fun of it. Well, doesn't Twitter right. already own it? Yeah. Yeah. See, no, I, no. Oh, I, oh, that I haven't. My thing with Vine is I like it, but I think I have a problem interfacing with it. Like, like Twitter, I get. I'm right there. It's on my screen. I get how it works, and it's very easy to interact. Same with Facebook. I don't get the same feeling with Vine, like because it kind of interfaces with Twitter and Facebook. I just, it's like I can't really explain it, but I, it's like I can't get my fingers into it, and and probably from just because I'm so old. But it's like I just can't seem to. Make it train train brain can't figure out vibe. I can't make I it clap. <laughs> make it clap. They just made they just added the ability to revine, kinda like Twitter. Oh wheel. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. You know what you know what the corporatization of alternative forms of media reminds me of? I think that this anecdote best exemplifies how shitty it is when corporate Corporations get their claws into things like podcasting. Whenever I watch The Apprentice with Donald Trump, and they (laughs) they the two teams are tasked with come up with a viral video for Huggies diapers. (laughs) I I mean that to me is the quintessential. You have no. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. It is it's done. It's like your mother, undone. yeah, like your mother saying, I don't know. It's the equivalent of sort of somebody who is completely tone deaf to what, what it, it actually is about. Is. Yeah, yeah, like you don't understand like the very basic definition of it. Like me and um a lot of things. Oh shoot. Why? Why do you always have to make it about you? Ooh, oh. snappy snap, I just snap. I didn't have a reason to ding Wanda, but I wanted to. I thought you were going to say something brilliant. I was waiting for some profundity from Wanda Wisdom, and I didn't get it. I got your profundity. Wee! <laughs> Close enough. Wee! I have a new thing, because yes. Cheryl, you know, says wee And now I, I started saying unwee when something bad happens. Unwee Like, we were at, Chris and I were at, they just built these new bicycle stands you know, the spike sharing just started like last week in Chicago. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's a mess rolling out. You know, there's not enough bikes or they have all the bikes. They have none. So we get there to this thing. All bikes are full, but he needed to park his unwoo. But then somebody from the bike company came and removed a bike for him to put his bike in and return it. Rewoo. God, that was a waste of time. Why didn't you stop Oh, me? God, it was. Oh, you know what I just thought of, though? I just thought of the absolute worst queer podcast that there ever was. Unquestionably. <laughs> I thought I that was, was. Um, the penis thing. What? No, it, even worse. When iTunes started carrying podcasts, the I first can't. corporate, corporate 
sponsored Paris podcast. Hilton? No. House of Wax? I don't know. Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Oh, Quick I, Tips. Remember that? Where I it was just. Watched it. Oh, it made yeah. me so mad. That was, oh, it was, it was the first. was so terrible. Where and, it would just be like culture guy going like, whenever you're going to go to the Hollywood Bowl, you should definitely like get a box seat with some Chardonnay. And then it would go to the next guy. Oh, it was terrible. And it was just five minutes of them spouting ridiculous nonsense. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, how many, I don't know, do you pay attention, does anybody pay attention? But how many of the podcasts that are, on iTunes are actually not sort of corporate content creator motivated. Like, I feel like that's all they are anymore. Yeah. Well, and that's a lot of because of the way iTunes promotes the most popular stuff and it just regurgitates and recycles itself. And it's just very ridiculous. And I think, um, you know, but in some ways it leaves the people who really love the, the, the craft or whatever and, we're still doing it. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm doing it because I like it. And I like podcasting with audio more than video. You know, I've messed around with video. I did video blogs before I ever did podcasting. I started video blogging in 2000. But, you know, I always come back to audio because it's just what I like. And I like the theater of the mind and the fact that you don't get pictures. I think YouTube has turned into a gigantic pile of shit. Nine times out of ten when people send me a YouTube link, I won't watch it just because I hate watching video, not because it's not funny. Like, I find it disruptive to watch video. Like, you can't do anything else. It's annoying. And most of the time, it's just crap. Do you know the only thing I watch now mostly on on YouTube is old TV shows? Yes. Old TV? Old TV. And also, like, I think, like, with YouTube, with, with audio, I think it's easier to do low budget and still have something quality. With video, you really need a, a high budget to do quality. Like, I'm talking about, like, a, you know, a TV show where it's really good. You know, you, you just, there's not much you can do with no money and a video camera except talk about your fucking bullshit cat. I mean, and then well, you know, I don't know. They do. They do a lot more than that with bait bus, working with very similar resources. And there is that toothless. Hey, one you want to make a hundred dollars? And there's of course the horrible people, like a uh, queen of vagina. Queen of oh, vagina. She's wonderful. Yeah. So, queen of vagina is that? Is that for real? Is that? I don't know. I mean, do we know anything about her? Him. Or was that the lady who? Go slap my vagina, did, slap my vagina. Yeah. Did you see the video where she auditioned for that? Um, what's that show? Not the one where it's like uh, Idol, but it's something else, like X or something. Oh, X, X Factor. Yeah, she auditioned for that, and they uh, they talked to her like on TV, and she was what? Yeah, this was a while ago. I'm sure her video. How video can I still find there. it? It's probably on her YouTube page if you go way back. I was like, I am queen of vagina. And they're like, this is the, le- I think it was British. This is the so-called, oh yeah, they're like, this is the s- self-crowned, or they used some British word that was funny. You know, the, the ab- you know some queen thing, like uh, ascended to the throne of vagina. Something I just want to read some of the names of her songs. Okay. Uh, these are just the latest hits by Queen of Vagina. Yeah. Um, one song, Bury Muscular Cock Deeply in My Vagina. Mm-hmm. Here's another song, Erected, Erected Dick in My Unwashed Pussy. Oh, okay. Good. Here's another one. This Ejacul- sounds like my 20s. <laughs> Ejaculate Fast in My Naked Wet, wet Piss Flaps. Okay. Here's another one. I Are you writing for her, Madge? Yep. I am her. <laughs> 
And I love how she always performs with that picture in the background of her with her um, graduation outfit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, there are some good things about YouTube, I have to admit, like that. You know, and there's the fat girl with no teeth that she sings the rouge. I'm going to sing the rouge. And then she has, like, her brother who looks exactly like her. I mean, okay, there is some good shit there. I will admit. Oh, my gosh. Queen of Vagina Fellatio Sucks Dicky on Big Brother? What? Uh Uh-oh. Jiggy Jiggy Queen of Vagina on Russell Howard Show. Maybe that's the one. Was she was on Big Brother? How was when was she on Big no, Brother? No, she probably auditioned some. No, she's she. No, uh. Uh-uh. Queen of Vagina gives blowjob on Rude Tube. I just have to see what this is. Word Tube. Rude Tube. Oh. You're just gonna do this now and get your jack on while we're just here. Oh yeah. Oh my god. And it. <laughs> Every single song has the same beat. I know. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I like to sing vagina. Dun, dun, dun. It's at the same song. Dun, 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 vagina. Dun, 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 dun. Piss flaps vagina. Pussy, 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 <laughs> pussy. I like to get fucked with big penis, big penis, pussy vagina. She sounds, she sounds like Miss Cleo from the 1-800-NO-ABORT. I like the ones with the where she talks about Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama is a whore. Michelle Obama is a pro- Prostitute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For those of you who don't know, you really have to go onto YouTube and type in Queen of Vagina yeah. if you have never seen the sensation and that is. of course, is. the other... Do you think Queen happened, of Vagina... Go ahead. We're probably going in the same... I was going to say, what happened to Alexis? Yes. Remember Alexis, what's her Alexis name? Alexis K. Tyler. The, the bottom of the vagina. Oh, yeah. The vagina. I think she's the getting more mainstream. Like She's been like discovered or something, and she's like... I think she's on The View. I don't know. <laughs> that would be awesome. Queen of Vagina and Alexis K. Tyler on The View. With or maybe Sweet we could Brown. be on, maybe the, maybe Queen of Vagina could be on this show. I mean, she is conservative, right? She doesn't like Michelle Obama. She thinks she's a whore. By, or it's because she wants but to she love, But she loves Barack Obama. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But that's because she wants to fuck his big cock. So should we wrap up? It's been over an hour. Yeah, but I don't feel like we came. But that's okay. Yeah, that's actually whatever I tell my gentleman callers. I'm okay. like, should we should we put a condom on that? We've been fucking for over an hour. I would like to make a plug. Somebody brought up Mikey Pod, but I'm not going to go into that. But remember when Wanda made Mikey Pod mad by doing a show about chicken boobies? Anyway, but Mikey Pod put out a song and it's really good and I want you to all listen to it. It's really good. He's a, you know, and he's just got a gig. He's going to be performing, p- playing piano for Sandra Bernhardt on tour. Oh, that's that. I yeah. love oh, Sandra wow. Yeah. So check out his. Oh, gosh. Song. Remember Chef Mark? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, she got angry. Oh, because why? Because we posted those pictures of her with LeMay or something. I don't what? know. I just remember the that LeMay he sent panties. me a, a very, very nasty, nasty email about how I was a terrible, terrible person for doing something, and I don't even remember what I did. But what? See, I Hold love on. it how I do the show. Was shit, I on the show? And you get blamed. I think no. so. Well, I don't know. Maybe. I don't remember I just, where it came from. It's just other than a dark place. It was weird. I don't remember. Yeah, he was very hot and cold. Why was he mad at you, though, in particular? I don't know. I re- I think because I was like a because I was seemed so nice, but really behind <laughs> the scenes, I was an evil bitch. <laughs> uh, okay. Mm-hmm. 
Which, you know, is clearly not true. And Chef Mark, I believe, has some black in him, so he got a little racial. What? What quite, are you quite, talking about? White one. I like how you just drop in a oh. little black just so you can make some disparaging remorks. Somebody wrote, Reagan only watches BB cream pie porn. Is that true? Oh, that's true. Everybody, anytime I mention BB on my Facebook, <laughs> my, mo- my oh. mom says... Your mom. She's, yeah, my mom says, are you talking about barebacking? And I say, no, mom, I'm talking about Big Brother. Your mom? Show. Your mom shouldn't oh, yeah. even know what that is. Oh, my mom is, a, she's a bareback goddess, man. Mm. She, she, there's no point in having sex if there's a condom, she says. She's like, I can't feel it. Say, you don't talk to your mother to about those things. I don't. She talks to me oh, about it. Oh, that's she's horrible. Super into, I know. She's. Filthy one. I, I have my niece who's now she's twelve listening to Yeast Radio now. It's a mess. Oh, that's that's good. They're gonna they're gonna grow up and be so well. Adjusted. Oh no, she just, she's asking me just yesterday. She's like, she's like, send me some more uh, Sylvia clips, please. She plays them for her friends. Those clips, like you know, Saddam Hussein has cancer. She loves them. Yippee! Yeah, whoopee! It's like, please send me more Sylvia clips. I'm like, no. <laughs> now, did she say Sylvia Clips or did she say Sylvia Clips? Clips. <laughs> and she loves, she loves the no abort calls. She absolutely is, is hysterical for the no abort. <laughs> and I think she even called them with her like little friends because she has these like, she has these <laughs> oh, no. Google chats. And she's like, she's like, what's that? Um, what's that number you call eight hundred no abort? She's like, and then she runs, you know, to her iPad. <laughs> but I think oh, she'll this- probably be the heir to the Weinstein throne. I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, I'm just so glad that. Miss Cleo is never getting a moment of downtime. There's so, always somebody <laughs> new to help. Yeah, there's some good shit. I mean, that's why we do the podcasting, isn't it? Because there are those moments that are just worth it. Like, yes. You know, there just are. I agree. And plus, it's cheaper than therapy. Well, I don't know. I have Kaiser Permanente, so my therapy is very inexpensive. What does that mean? I, I get a five dollar copay anytime I go in to talk to my therapist. They oh, give you five dollars. <laughs> I got no, this. No, no, I pay five dollars. I go. I don't have a copay. I, I'm on this Cadillac insurance that costs six hundred dollars a month now. From Coco Dorm? <laughs> no, they canceled my <laughs> policy, of course. Oh, by the way, did Co- did Dorm Dad ever give you your money? Yup, and it's awesome. So he doesn't. So the thing is, like, I was supposed to like. I, he, I have two DVDs I'm working on. One is Dorm Life 25, and the other one is Raw Dickin' <laughs> It. Yes, 25. And the other one is like Raw Dickin' It 6, Suck My Cum Out of My Whatever. So I like, he's like, when are you going to have these next? And like, I told, I'm like, I'm going to give him a taste of my own med- of his own medicine because he's always like, oh, I'll have the check for you Monday. Oh, I'll have the check for you Tuesday. You can cash it. Th- all that. So I told him, I said, oh, I'll have, the f- I'll have it for you Friday. I didn't do a damn thing. I still haven't done it today. He'll call me tomorrow. When are you going to have it for me? Oh, uh, I was just busy. I'll have it for you Wednesday. I am just going to give him everything he gave me. And burnt bridges? Who cares? Like, I'm never going to say anyone I did porn. I mean, shot porn. Oops, I just did. Rewind. This is a character. I'm not really... uh, This is a fictional show. The end. Sorry, never mind. Edit. (laughs) Edit point. This is why live is bad. You can't edit live. Live is bad. Never mind. <sighs> Cheryl's there. What? Cheryl says, this is my channel, not Eat This Hot Show. Rude. Where's Cheryl? 
She's in the chat. <laughs> Oh, Can we have no. just like ten minutes? Can we have ten minutes of Cheryl before we go? Yeah. Oh God. Well, this is going to be extra it special, but there's no such thing as ten minutes of Cheryl. But we can sure try. Oh, that's fine. I just need more <laughs> Cheryl. That it will cap off my night. Cheryl. She just got back from visiting her six sixter. Let's see. How do I add this ugly ass bitch? This is like a reunion. I mean, when was the last time we all were together in the same virtual room? I know. Cheryl. Which one is it? She's not going to be on Skype now. Mm. I, I think it was an episode it. of Feast of Fools the last time we were all together in the same digital space. I don't think so. I hope not. Feast of Fools, what's that? <laughs> it, it's a holiday. <laughs> Something about a potato. <clears throat> She's not going to answer, is she? <clears throat> I can't let it answer because I will say something bad. Cheryl. Yeah, it's me. Hi, look, it's you're on Eat This Hot Show okay, with us. Hey, girls. How hello, are you? Hello, Cheryl. Well, hello there. <laughs> what? Listen. What, honey? What's wrong with your voice? I just, got, I just got over a week of being mentally and physically raped by my sister, Jan Brewer, also known as governor of Arizona. Um, oh, and so I, I, I'm shocked that you're doing a live grum on our channel. Cheryl, that was an accident. That's not going to be that way. It's just because, you know, things got out of hand. And as usual, I had technical difficulties. We are not going to be using this channel henceforth. Don't oh, worry. Okay. Don't worry. Um, hello, Wanted Brad. How are you? <laughs> oh, it's just Wanda today, dear. I left Brad at home. Oh, wait, oh I he's on the radio. He's busy on the radio. Yes, you know, we he's, were, he's busy preparing his interview with Amanda Bynes. Cheryl, I was thinking of doing an emergency grum with you, but now it's not necessary about the Trayvon Martin. Are you okay with Trayvon? I'm wearing my hoodie. What's wrong with your voice, Cheryl? And I'm pumping it. What? Your voice. Something's wrong with it. I've got a cold. You're getting unhorsed. There's something very... <laughs> you're losing your horse. I've got a head cold. Okay. I Cheryl gets a cold. And it clears <laughs> the sound of her voice. <laughs> well, I'm also... I'm on the phone. I'm in the phone. You no, you sound me. very masculine, You sound Cheryl. wrong, Cheryl. There's something very wrong with it's your because voice. because I've got there a head cold. Like that. Should we no, call I it under no abort? <laughs> she's got a man. There's a man in the room. I got a man. What are you talking about? I you got a man. A man slash woman. She's black. So you went to Yuma, and you said um, Jan raped you with what? Well, so whenever I go visit her, she makes me go on a, quote, media blackout. Uh-huh. He am registered. And she says, listen... I'm a high-profile woman. Um, I am governor of the state. Yeah. People don't like me. Uh-huh. Those Mexicanos, etc., mm-hmm. hate me. So when you are with me, you must be on the DL. Yeah. In RL and OL. DL, dick lips. Down low. Yeah, down low like the blacks. But Cheryl, so, um, yeah, go ahead. So yeah. where's the rape then? Well, well, so she took me to the middle of nowhere in Yuma, Arizona. Yeah. 
that she made me live in a shack for a week, and she repeatedly put her um, long fingers into my lips, pushed them in and out, and, um, well, she gave me a saline abortion. <laughs> That's right. It's so offensive for your grum. Listen, Cheryl, the thing is, what about Texas? Did I thought maybe you'd stop over, since you were in Arizona, maybe you'd just stop over to Texas. What happened in Texas? I've been on a media you know, They made abortion illegal, and some lady got arrested for tampons in the statehouse. Tampons? Yes, they're confiscating tampons. Look up tampon gate on your Google. Seriously. Well, I mean, tampons are like abortion. They were like taking tampons out of people's purses, but you could carry your gun. Somebody told me the other day, and I don't know if this is true, but some some heterosexual female implied that uh, apparently a lot of uh, gay men buy tampons to put them in their butthole. No way. What? I said... Yes. They're called duty ponds. Didn't we used to talk about duty ponds or ass ponds or something? (laughs) But, but people don't that actually for, do that, right? For, for bloody like, asses. For loose ass. I think fisting's yeah. bottoms do that, Cheryl, right? Isn't that for fisting? When the soaks the blood well, up? Well, okay, Reagan, do you use the female condom in your anus? <laughs> no. Because I, I know that you do that a lot. Well, I would assume that you'd also use the tampon. Well, I don't use either. He gets well, coming to me. Your ass is leaking. I, it doesn't. Doesn't it? Your boyfriend no. shoot all the way up in there and it come no, back I, out. What? I'm a vert. We have never had sex ever. When it I'm a vert. Com- doesn't I'm a virgin. he? Does he? Doesn't he come in your anus? I'm a virgin. A virgin whore. Uh, come on, Reagan. Tell you? us the truth. What about the semen? Doesn't it ever just come leaking out when you're at a lecture? Then you ever be like, oh, I'm stirring? pictures online of yourself. You don't have a little sharp attack with comp? I'm sure I have no idea what either of you. No, I'm sure by now she's got a zipper up there. See, that's what the tank is. Don't find forces with them. Come on, Wanda. Come on. (laughs) You're the one that. I think think Cheryl's right. I think you probably do use the man ponds. Look, we're going to have to have a serious conversation because the way this is going to work out yeah. is I'm going to be able to say horrible things about Potato. all of you. And then, but <laughs> nobody, because when y'all do it to me, it's different. It's Potato. vicious and it's attacking and it's abusive. So that has to be the new rule. Potato. Now, listen, I, um, since I was under touch with the media, I also yeah. 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 saw something about a, a plane crash. Oh, yeah. Emphasis clip of this news (laughs) report. Oh, my God. Pilot names. Cheryl, you called that in, didn't you? That was a Cheryl call, if I've ever seen one. I can't believe that that woman read that verbatim like she she was that stupid. She didn't read them verbatim. She didn't read them verbatim. I watched the thing. She didn't say, oh, whatever. One of them was like, she said, like, holy fuke. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't. Because she's not going to say fuke. Well, she should have. That's her job. How did that get to her? How, like, how did how did that slip through? Well, for I hand? don't I don't know who called who. What I don't understand is who put that on there in the first place. But they did. The NTSB admitted that they confirmed that mis, in, misinformation. <laughs> but how that what? misinformation got there in the first place? Is, <laughs> I feel so, so safe. I feel like, so safe flying now. If they let that, if they can 
confirmed it. I feel let's get on a plane right now. Yeah, get on a plane. Like they're like, excuse. So the reporter calls up the NTSB and says, "Excuse me, did you have a holy fuck flying that airplane?" <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Great. We're gonna we're gonna run with that story. That was Cheryl. All those yeah. Names sound the same. Yeah, I could hear it. Cheryl. This is Cheryl Mankowski, NTSB. Yes, is the name of holy. Yeah. Is the name holy fuck. Yeah. 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 That's a Yeah. Yeah. I think so, that this, um, this hot one, should transition. Mm. Are you fat again, Wanda? Yes. <laughs> the protein powder has has turned into chocolate. Whey proteins. Oh, no. Are you still doing that well, holy mutter thing or the mutt tough mutter? Do you do no, it? I'm doing CrossFit. Oh, but didn't you do that? No, you're not. No, for fuck's sake. What is CrossFit? No. What is it? <laughs> it's a cult, and these people, I mean, you thought Wanda was annoying. We're talking about chicky boobies. Yeah. These people, their entire life is going That's to true. the fucking gym and talking about CrossFit and talking about this fucking lifting up a car and bullshit like that. What do you mean? Okay. They talk about it. Well, it's a workout. And you pay like two hundred and fifty bucks a month for your fucking gym, don't you? No, I don't Especially because I clean. I I only pay forty bucks because I clean the duty out of the bathrooms every week. What? what you, you clean the cum? Christ can't come. Yes. No. I. I you don't go to the on. firm anymore. I don't know. No, I do. I go to the firm, but I clean once a week, and then I get a reduced rate. Are you on my serious? Membership. You are not no. serious. You do not clean the gym. No, of course I do. Yes. What? <laughs> I'm not kidding. You are too. I don't believe you. I don't no, believe. No, I swear to God, second. I have been cleaning the gym. What? It's not like hard cleaning. What? I literally okay. go around and empty trash cans. Getting down on your hands and knees in the steam room and <laughs> licking up all of the semen on the floor does not yeah, count yeah. as cleaning the gym. Reagan, don't forget what you call it. It's the low self-esteem room. The low self-esteem room. Well, yes. Yeah. What I was going to say is that what you finish say. If she's a micro celebrity on the radio and she did mm. her gym cleaning the gym, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's pretty well, micro. I clearly learned a lesson from Cheryl Cheap Ass Murkowski. True. Are you really cleaning now, they the have comma? at the firm? Yes, they have crossed it at the firm. I've been doing that for about two and years. And you clean the bathroom at I the gym? Where to God. Do you have I'm planters warts? Boots? No, I wear rubber gloves and I have oh a. Oh my god! Um, uh, I have boots. Are you the person that has to bust up gay sex in the steam room? No, see the firm. Thank God is not is not like the Lifetime or the uh, you know those they other big make, gyms. This is like they should make a movie out of this called The Firm, and then in parentheses, <laughs> not the one by John Grisham. Because this is fascinating to me. How did you not tell us this? This is like a huge gift. Drag queens to work. I can't believe this. You didn't think to volunteer this information? Well, I didn't know that it was such a big deal. To clean the bathroom in the gym? The gym, which is the most disgusting bathroom. Well, I thought about, you know, not doing it any longer, but it saves me like $100 a month. Uh, Actually, $100. 
Well, you know what else would save you money? If you didn't use condoms, you could also save money for each time you have sex. <laughs> you know, I get a discount in my gym, but it's for because I'm in the porno. I get it, I actually do get a, a half off because I'm a video editor and I bring in like the what? the pay stubs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's I'm called an artist discount. People who work at the Cocoa Dorm, I'm surprised they don't get a press pass at the White House and get to ask questions every time there's a major crisis. <laughs> That's a good point. An AIDS crisis? <laughs> Cheryl. Are you yes. going to do like a documentary or some kind of thing about your experience after you're officially done with Dorm Life 200? Uh, no. You shouldn't. However, perhaps I, there might be a fictional account of something similar come out of somewhere. Well, maybe, Reagan, you should write something about um, uh, her work. I just think it's quite interesting. Would you like a treatise? Do you want to do an intellectual treatise on the Cocoa Dorm? The I will. I'm going to call you know, it I think Reagan should my, do a performance art piece on Cocoa Dorm. My pen name is going to be Cockafella Rockefeller. <laughs> Reagan on his way home today because he's stuck in traffic kept sending me pictures of different Rockefellers like Kazadion. <laughs> he's can I, a big can I just yeah, yeah? Can I give the names of the sure. people of the pictures I sent to you? Okay, yeah. these are uh, these are actors from Quotes. inside the actor's studio <laughs> slash the Coco Dorm. Okay, hold on, here we go. Yeah. And I was showing my boyfriend. I was like, oh, okay, this guy's name is. is all one word, Tiga X. That's good, Giga Tiga. Yeah, like Giga Tiga. Mamie, are this you? guy's name is Montifo. Montifo. Here's Montifo, like teeth. Teeth, gold teeth. Right? Um, this guy's name is Cadesian Rockefeller. I thought it was Cadesian. Oh, Cadesian. Oh, you're <laughs> probably right. Um, Env- Envy Innocence. <laughs> That's a nice Addic- addiction. That's my favorite. How addiction. Does that spell? Of course, A D I C K T I O N. Well, at least they got and the then, Do they have like a Michael Jackson? No. No, but they do have Romeo Storm, who is probably my favorite. Why? He's my favorite actor because he has. I, I like his hair. He's wearing sunglasses in his photo. He's doing um, like a hands behind his head, Gwyneth Paltrow esque. He's my friend. He's shop. the one that takes me to Swingin' Richards when I'm in Miami. I love Swingin' Richards. That's where Dennis Rodman goes too. He's there like every week. <laughs> Seriously, what? What is Swinging Richards? It's a it's a strip joint where they get totally naked in Miami. A male With the guys, do you? Yes, yes, it's only Oh, guys. is Dennis Rodman bisexual? At least. All I know is he goes there at least once a week. Oh. I don't know any. I don't know about his sexuality, but he sure likes looking at dick. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait. Ah, wait well, wait. looking at dick don't make you gay. Yeah, do. <laughs> yeah, do, Wanda. <laughs> Unwoo. Unwoo. I love the bell. Unwoo. Why don't you just do the reverse of woo? Because it's the same thing. Wee backwards is just wee No, wee would be wee. You want I don't know. I'll leave Cheryl to be the judge. Hey, Cheryl, do you know whatever happened to Mr. Poose? Poose, right? Don't you remember Mr. Poose? Did he get the age? 
Jesus. No, <laughs> oh, God. Well, I don't Do you know. remember I mean... how Mr. Poose used to eat uh, pastries in his car at like three in the morning from uh, that? Didn't he love Dr. Pepper? Or like he was obsessed yes, with Dr. Yeah. Pepper? Yeah. I think every, ex- every exam that yeah. I write for the rest of my academic life, there's going to be one question that says, Whatever happened to Mr. Poose? And it'll be <laughs> fill in the blank. That's like, Who is John Galt? I'm a, so yes, that could be the that could be the title. Who of is Mr. Poose? The autobiography of the podcasting community. Yeah. Who is who? What, is, a, what was his first name? What, Geraldine. Poos. Wasn't it Geraldine? Geraldine Poose. Don't talk about me. <laughs> Cher- no, I didn't say Geraldine. I said Geraldine. 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 That's Paula Dean's more racist sister. Cheryl. Cheryl, are you okay with the Trayvon Martin uh, outcome? I'm very upset. Why? Because my black brothers and sisters have been wronged. And if they've been wronged, I've been wronged. And um, ain't no thing that I don't know. It's just. But you can't wear a hoodie, feel safe. But now, Cheryl, you who have been raped and impregnated by a black man, you, I would think, can yeah. judge this in, in a very personal, private way. So. Does that influence well, what you think about I didn't about the- shoot the black man that raped me. I didn't shoot them. What did you do to him? All I did, I had put in the baby. And that was fine? You think? Oh, okay. Yes. My dog. It was fine. All right. This show's been way too um, fucking long. Gosh, let's well, wrap up. Mm-hmm. Well, it was oh, wonderful yeah. to be a guest on... Well, it's been about uh-huh. As I said, I do not discuss myself. Um, so thanks rights. for having me on your Eat the Sun Grub. It was wonderful. And Matt, we should do a grub sometime soon. Well, I was yes, going to do right an, emerg- an emergency Trayvon Martin grub. I can't do it now. i got to do stuff. i got to study. Uh, oh, enjoy. FYI, you can still get Mr. Poo's podcast on archive.org. And it looks like I have to go to Florida. Oh, God. Looks like I have to go to Florida very soon, unfortunately, but not for work. And Wanda, I miss you, and it was nice talking to your face. Yes, it's been 3,000 years, but it's good to hear your voice. Yeah, I love you, honey. I'll talk to you later. Bye. And let me find the closing theme song before I forget. Right. Uh, what do you want to... Someday I'm going to get this ready in advance. Instrumental. Okay. It's okay. You guys don't have to talk while I'm trying to find... No, I found it. It's okay. Oh, well, let's wrap up then. Oh, oh, go on. Well, something in your penis. <laughs> we still need album art, by the way. Yeah, We did get some nice submissions, but... Uh, Make it look good, though. Send hate mail to Wanda Wisdom. Yes. Oh my god, I'm farting. Oh my god, I'm farting so much. You're farting? What, what is there some period of... Do you ever notice, like, there's some point in your life when your, your farts start to sound like your parents' farts? And I'm at that point. The end.
and